Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus this is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. What yeah. I can do is make the case for <laughs> the Lions or the Niners this weekend. Sometimes you just have to weigh risk-reward, and I'm like, it's not worth the risk. Let's just go ahead and talk football here, which we need to talk football anyway. So... We can start with either team here, and if you're saying to yourself, oh, dude, it's not even close, Niners going to crush them, or there's way too many points, fair enough. Picking a side is picking a side. If you like Lions, Niners, good for you. But to truly handicap the right way, Chelsea, I think we've talked about before, it is smart to try to make a solid case for both sides, and then based on that information that you have, you say, okay, I've tried to make the case for both sides, which case is the most compelling. And then that is that is the side that I'm going to go with. Yeah, those people at Oxford University could use our advice. <laughs> Maybe you need to look at the other side when you're thinking of all these nights that men deserve off. All right, so let's start with the side that people probably aren't going to want to take, or at least from mm-hmm. the people I've talked to. Let's talk about the Lions getting seven here. Because it does feel like maybe maybe the public play, people seeing the Niners having mm-hmm. a real tough time putting away the Packers. I tend to be on the other side with the taking the Niners here, but let's argue the case mm-hmm. for the Lions for just a second. I sure. think you need to open your eyes to this Niners offense when they don't have Debo Samuel. Because it is not a lock, I don't think. Have we heard for sure if he's playing or not? I think it's going to be 50-50. And I know people love to talk about Christian McCaffrey and the other pieces on that offense, but Debo Samuel is just as important. I've said this during the season. 
wouldn't it be nice to have a receiver that can take a little shovel pass and take it, you know, 23 yards when it's like third and 17? We don't have any receivers on my team that can do that. So I think Mm -hmm. he is a bigger part of this offense than people think. So if he's not on the field, I think that is a big hole for the Niners to fill. And plus, this is the playoffs. Seven points in a game that's deciding a team that's going to the Super Bowl. We have seen the the cheeks clench of Kyle Shanahan (laughs) when he's in some (laughs) of these situations where he acts a little bit more conservatively. And look at the metric that we talked about last week, or I guess the start of this week, where the mm-hmm. Niners, what, 1-31 when trailing by four points or more going into the fourth quarter or in the fourth quarter, something like that. So if the Niners can find a way to get some momentum on their side, uh, it feels like our, a Niners team that maybe crumbles under some of that pressure. We saw them succeed last week, but still, seven points, a lot of points. So that is the case for the Detroit Lions covering. I think that's a very good case. And the pressure that you mentioned on Kyle Shanahan and the Niners, this is what, their third straight NFC Championship game? And Kyle Shanahan, going back to his time in Atlanta, has been in big spots before has not been able to get it done. He knows he has arguably the best team in the NFL. And there is something to be said for going into a game like this and having nothing to lose. The Lions have nothing to lose. They've already hosted two playoff games for the first time in franchise history. It's like their first time making the playoffs since 1743. They hadn't made the playoffs in forever. They have a dynamic offense. They can beat you on the ground with Jameer Gibbs. They have a ton of receivers, obviously led by Amon Ross St. Brown. I feel like we don't give Jared Goff nearly enough credit. I love his story. I understand that the Rams traded him away, and they won a Super Bowl with Matthew Stafford. But Jared Goff, I believe, is now a three-time pro bowler. They believe in him in Detroit. And I also think if there's a team with momentum, which is something you can never quantify. It's the Lions. It's a team that is coming off these victories where they're in a spot that they've been in once before in franchise history, I believe. And so this is a Lions team, I think, that will go out to San Francisco and play loose. And as you also mentioned, seven points in any playoff game is a lot of points. And you don't make it this far unless you have the talent to perhaps win it all. Every team remaining, there's going to be a favorite. There's going to be an underdog. The Lions are the biggest dog here to win it all. But every team certainly has a chance at this point. So seven points in a game like this of this magnitude is a lot. And that's the case for Detroit. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Right. So then let's look at the other side, because I think both of us, as strong as the case as Mm -hmm. you can make for the Lions, and I am hearing my own arguments here. I think Mm -hmm. I'm still leaning towards the Niners here, because let's take a break. Let's look at, you know, more than just a one game sample size. Part of betting on the NFL is trying not to overreact week to week. What have we seen for most of the season? From the 49ers the fact that they have looked like the most dominant team in football like I guess you could probably argue that the Ravens are in that category as well but still coming from the NFC and then you look at the Lions defense 
I think this is the number one problem that you probably have to worry about if you're backing the mm. Lions. This is a secondary that's given up at least 349 passing yards in back-to-back games, Ooh. going against Matt Stafford and Baker Mayfield. Uh, Matt Stafford, okay, but Baker Mayfield slicing and dicing until like the final play of the game, not great, especially when you're going against the Niners, who we talk yeah. about them as a very complete team, but I feel like their offense, when it is firing on all cylinders, that's the toughest part to stop. Uh, about this Niners team because they have so many weapons. And if Debo Samuel plays, you know, which he's 50-50 to do so, they will have all of their weapons. They can beat you in a variety of ways. And it feels like it will be a great spot for Brock Purdy because when the Niners have struggled, it's usually come against good defenses. Mm -hmm. Statistically speaking, the Lions are not one of those. So I think this is a good spot for the Niners offense to roll here especially at home and what seems to be maybe a primer for a bounce back game for a team that saw, you know, what could have happened. Their season could have ended. You know, I think they got that jump scare last week. So I feel like that's the case for the Niners. That's a very good case. Now I will say when we talk about Kyle Shanahan and pressure and not getting it done, I still think he has the coaching advantage over Dan Campbell. I feel like Dan Campbell is probably a better motivator. Like he's perfectly suited for that underdog mentality, that blue collar mentality that really embodies everything that is Detroit. And that transfers perfectly into the lions. But every now and then Dan Campbell will make some sort of decision and you scratch your head and say, "Mm, I don't know about this. You'll hear, And Dan Campbell's going to go for it on a fourth and four from his own 14. And you're like, what are you doing here, guy? And it doesn't cost him all the time, but there are some questionable decisions. I still believe Kyle Shanahan has the coaching advantage despite the pressure. And when it comes to Brock Purdy, I don't know when this narrative will ever dissipate, but we're talking about two straight NFC championship games. And I was watching someone on Twitter. Was it Warren Sharp? I forget who it was but someone was breaking down that Christian McCaffrey run in the second half against the Packers. And there was someone who was supposed to go in motion. I think it was a tight end, maybe Kittle. And there was some confusion on offense. And Purdy essentially looks down the line and says, stay where you are. Because he knew, based on the play call, that having motion or not would not affect the success of the play. Little things like that you never notice. So he hands off the ball to Christian McCaffrey. Boom, he's off. Touchdown, 64 yards, something like that. So Brock Purdy is a very good quarterback. And I feel like that if you're looking at the Niners, I I think Brock Purdy is a strength, specifically with all those weapons around him. Obviously, it's a home game for the Niners. And at the same time, Chelsea, you know how it is in the NFL. We tend to overreact from week to week to week. And I think a lot of people are going to see the Packers pushing to the Niners are pushing the Niners to the limit last week and say, ooh, Niners are beatable. Every team's beatable. But that Packers team, I think, was a lot better than we realized. So I think there actually is a little value on San Francisco at minus seven. So that is my case for San Fran. Also, I don't have this in front of me, but how many games in the postseason has the spread mattered? It feels to me that Mm. only a few games that the spread has actually mattered. Like, you're just picking winners here. We've seen, you know, a lot of blowouts in the the first round, a super wild card weekend, and then, you know, the lone game 
or let's see, I know the Niners were one of them, which mm-hmm. I feel like they should have lost that game. You know, they did not play very well. Uh, and then there was one other one. Was it was it the Chiefs game? No, they were underdogs. There was Rams-Lions. one more. The Rams-Lions. Yeah, bottom line. Yep. Bottom line is that none or most of these games, the spread hasn't mattered, so you just pick a winner. So if you're going with that trend, you just pick a winner in this game. And do we think, pick this game outright, you think right. the Niners win? Yes. Yes, I do. And I really liked your tease yesterday. <laughs> I have to keep giving you credit because I loved it so much. I keep talking about it like it's mine and not mine. But when you were teasing the Niners down to one, and then I think the the question was, are you going to tease down this game from, what, 51 to 45, maybe about the over? But if we're just talking mm-hmm. an outright bet, just laying the number or grabbing the points, I do like the Niners minus seven. I think I'm on both favorites this weekend. Yeah, I think, well... We'll see about the other game. Tease to, you know, (laughs) later in the show. We'll see. That's true. It's not an official pick, all right? I'm still leaning until Wednesday. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.